Shout out to the mighty Who That Nation, man. We up in this thing, Sports Coma, representing in this piece. Much love to the family, like I've been saying for some time now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Fam, what's popping? Why did you do that? No questions. Nobody asked him why they did that. And I'm telling you, they did that because Sean Payton, he was trying to help Sean Payton out in Denver. That's totally stupid. It's the same backwards as logic they have right now where you got Raymond, you got rookies at the kicker position. They didn't have to get rid of Will Lutz. They could have kept Will Lutz and Blake Gillick. And that was Dennis Allen doing that trading Will Lutz, a top 10 NFL kicker for a seven round draft pick to Sean Payton to help him out. It had these people are insane, man, and I'm sick of them. And it's time for them to go. They're too stupid to run the franchise functionally, and that's what I'm saying right here. This dude is not who you think he is. I'm just keeping it real. This dude is a sidekick. He's not, and he's not doing anything. He will let this team tank out, and then he'll run away from you a week after the season, and then finally come back and say, "We're gonna try to keep. They're gonna try to keep Dennis Allen, and I want them to do that. Please do." I want him to come out and say and announce to the world after Dennis Allen fails to win these games, because I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. This game against the Buccaneers, they're going to lose that game because they can't run the ball. Dennis, Derek Carr can't be consistent with the offense. He can't do it because it's several real reasons why, but you have to go to their building. They're telling their people to be loud. Derek Carr has to win the game for you and they don't even have a running attack and he is not on the same page with most of his wide receivers you expect them to beat the bucks who are one of the hottest teams out there right now they, then they went four straight and they can clinch the division and they're playing for the life of their coach for him to keep his job baker mayfield cut carved the saints up the first time they played and we expect Derek carr with no running attack and to go into tampa bay and take the game away from him Please. 
This dude is this dude is out of his mind. Mickey Loomis is not who you thought he was, man. If he was a real general manager, like I said, if you want to know what a real general manager does, look at the dude from San Fran. Look at the dude from the Rams. Look at the dude from the Eagles. Would they sit idly by twilling their goddamn thumbs while the Saints sit here falling through the floor? Would they do that? They would not do that. That's how you know you got a bum up there. A lazy bum that's berating the the the, the reporters for calling it like it is. That's lazy reporting. When they know that it's a split in them locker rooms, they can't report upon it. They can't talk about it, but I can. I can talk about it because I don't belong to that shit. I can talk about it and I can tell you the truth. I know what time it is and I've been telling you what time it is. Yeah, it's a split in that locker room. Anytime you see what's happening with those wide receivers happening like that, and those guys are not no people that go to no damn jail. <laughs> Come on. They don't. That, this is ridiculous, man. And it's very clear. Mickey, uh, when I look at it, uh, let me tell you why I'm discouraged. You know, it's about winning in the trenches, offensive defensive line. But this has been the trend this season. I wish it was flipped. Uh, but basically, um, you know, you look at this game. We averaged 2.2 yards a run, and we gave up 4.2. But when you look at it, uh, how the season has transpired, it's been like we've given up 4.5 yards a run, and we're only gaining 3.5. Uh, so, so, so how do you view that? Because you might think, oh, well, it's only a yard, uh, 1.2 yards, whatever. But that's a significant difference, you know, whether you can run the ball or stop the run. And it seems like it's not uh, worked out on our behalf. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right here. You know, it, it doesn't sound like a lot when you say, well, it's one yard different per carry, but, you know, you're talking about uh, 500 carries over the course of a season, 500 yards. And look, all we need to do is, is score one more touchdown per game. And, you know, that record's flipped. Um, and yet, uh, so, so every yard matters, every, you know, every blade of grass matters. And, and, uh, you know, in this game, we, we had 16 rushes for 35 yards. That's not going to win very many games. And so that's an area that we've got to um, figure out what we're not doing uh, because we've been a good running team in the past and, and we haven't been as good this year. Need to step aside, take a quick break. This is my, I just think it's ridiculous, man. We not been, what, what changed between the previous years when they were running the ball pretty effectively is Dennis Allen's philosophy. It's not the right people in the building is the point. Dennis Allen is not a leader. And once again, you think the guy that runs the the general manager for the Rams, the general manager for the 49ers, the general manager for the Eagles, do you think any of these men would not recognize a good coach when they see one as opposed to putting their buddy in control of the team? I mean, he sits in the same, he's not in a porta potty somewhere, which at least I don't think he is. He stays in the same building that they all in. He can walk right down the, uh, the hallway, he can talk to people and see what's going on. If I know what time it is outside the building, you don't think Mickey Loomis knows this? This is chump game, man. Absolutely chump game. All right, Chantel, thank you, says Q. Uh, Tomlin would be available for head coaching after this year. If Mickey Loomis had brain, he would scoop him up. Uh, he is a good coach with discipline and with bench car if he screwed up. Yeah, they have to be accountability. You cannot allow the quarterback to stare down half the field you can't allow him to stare down people and throw interceptions. You you have to be able to put pressure on him to be better. 
He has to have pressure on him to be better. And it can't come from him. It has to come from somebody ahead of him or beyond him. Michael Thomas and all these other guys are upset. And they like Thomas was upset when he threw that ball to Jawan Johnson and went off Jawan Johnson's hands into an interception. They were upset even though that was on Jawan Johnson. But Michael Thomas was upset because if you would look at that play, there was another wide receiver that was running around the sideline that he threw the ball to that he could have threw the ball to that was running down the sideline wide open. And he was upset about what was going on in the play. Like he was upset what what was happening in terms of guys running around the field wide open and car, not even looking in their direction. He was upset in uh, how car was hanging out wide receivers, throwing the ball and hanging them out where they can get hit. That's another thing that if you cared about the wide receiver, you would have to put the ball in a certain area where these guys don't get hit on. So this was type of stuff we're talking about, man, that most of the wide receivers understood and knew and were talking about. But this did not propel at Dennis Allen to talk to his guy and get him together. Even the wide receivers, the stars of the team could not get this, uh, get this to the head coach to get him to change his philosophy. They handling the guy with kid gloves. And that won't work. You can't do that. You can't handle him with kid gloves. He making $150 million. That's going to come with a very intense form of scrutiny. If not from the dumbass team, it's going to come from the who that's out there. They're not going to do what the team does because the team is going to operate from a position of bad faith. They're not operating correctly. They're playing like they got the game plan and they got a plan when they don't have shit, but fakeness is all fake. And I don't think uh, Mike Tomlin goes anywhere, Chantel. I think Mike Tomlin remains where he is. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he stays. But thank you for your super chat, Queen. Appreciate you. Brent says, well, you're right, Q. Every clam of chowder, every hair of possum matter. Come on, man. Hey, bro. Come, come on, on now, dog. Come <laughs> on, man. Indeed, bro. I, and listen, fam. One of the family members, and I'm trying to get through this thing with this dude because we still got a few minutes left. In the broadcast, but listen, one of the family members that just I was scrolling down. I just mentioned mentioned it, uh, Cena. The the question, ah man, I can't see it now. But one of it's how do they fix it? I think there you go, Levine. What's up, bro? Says you think they're gonna figure it out, Q? I don't think they're gonna figine it out, and I'm gonna tell you why, Levine. They're not gonna figure it out because they're too busy being fake and not keeping it real. They're not they're not serious about winning. They're not. What you mean? They're not serious about winning, Q? Come on, they gotta be. They're not serious about winning. Anytime you really want to figure out what's wrong with your team and you're not going and looking at all of the details, it's not a it's not a murder mystery. This is very simple. You got film on multiple of different angles. You can see what's going on. There are statistics as backing up what's going on with this team and why they're so poor. And if the film ain't enough, you can look at the film and determine for yourself what's going on. The running game is no the running game is non-existent. They can't run the ball. You look at the quarterback. The quarterback is staring out half the field. You can look at the film. All of this is showing up on all this shit is showing point blank, period. It's all out there. So for them to be behaving like that, like they don't know what they're doing or they don't understand what's going on and why the offense is thinking and why they can't run the ball, you put the tape on. They're not serious about winning. This is not hard to figure out. But since they pretending like it's hard and they figure out and they, they, that they working on trying to get the answers and they make no changes, these people are not serious about winning because they're not going to make any changes. They're not going to change. It's simple. And we said the same shit over and over again. You want to figure out what the problem is, change the offensive line coach. I'll see what happens. Just change up and put 
Jari Evans over it with the offensive line. Bench guys, put somebody else in there. Make a, make a change at the at the quarterback level. Put them. I mean, in terms of the at the the play caller of the offense, put Curry over that. Let him run it for a game or two. See how it looks different. They're not serious about doing. They ain't even do that simple stuff. That's how you know they're not serious about winning. And Mickey Loomis is a clown. He sits up there and he makes excuses for everybody as opposed to figuring out what they need to do, changing things and putting pressure on Dennis Allen. Nobody's putting pressure on these people. They refuse. Den- Mickey Loomis is not putting pressure on Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen is not putting pressure on Carr. The only people that's putting pressure on anybody is you putting pressure on these goddamn people in the Saints building. That's what's going on. Nobody's putting no pressure on these people. So anyway, Brent says, well, you're right, Q. Yeah, I got that one, Brent. Thank you for that. But yeah, I don't think they're going to change it around, bro. I have zero faith in these people, man. And I'm going to tell you where they don't make any goddamn changes, man. That's what it comes down to. And as long as you do that, you're not going to win any games. You're not serious. You're not serious and you're not committed to winning unless you really you want to change bench guys, get guys out of the way. If you want to block, get somebody out of there, put somebody else in there. They're not doing none of that, man. They keep doing the same foolishness every game. And that's why they're getting the same re- on the regular. And after 300 Instagram, are you struggling to lose? I mean, has- last thing I tried there, how did, and also you get back at whatever, four o'clock in the morning on Friday from, from the Rams game. How did it all kind of lay out for this team? Practice wise time off for the body time off for the mind yet get set for what you know is going to be a, a very important two games, irrespective of what happened Sunday, you knew yeah. you needed to win pretty much your final two. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Look, the, 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 uh, the upside of, of having a Thursday game is, is that next week. And, you know, we were able to give the players, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off to recover. Um, and, and, and um, um, you know, spend Monday thinks or Christmas with their families. And then we get a bonus Tuesday. Um, and then look, our coaches and our staff, you know, we were in on, on, uh, part of Friday, Saturday and, and, and Sunday. And then, and then they were able to spend Christmas with their families on Monday and then right back at it, um, on Tuesday. And then, and then a normal week starting Wednesday. So, you know, we got some extra work in, um, some extra preparation and game planning time. And, and, um, you know, we need it, we need it to get ready for Tampa Bay. Now, uh, you know, Mickey, uh, fans ask me, uh, Bobby, what do you think about you look at the NFC South? It's wide open. Uh, look at Tampa Bay. They have a chance to win three straight uh, division titles. When you look at and if you're truly objective, who's playing better at the quarterback position right now within the division? I'm not talking about the whole NFL. You can't say that Derek Carr is playing better than Baker Mayfield. And what Baker Mayfield has done compared to Derek Carr, bang for your buck, whatever, you look at supporting cast. But you have to acknowledge what Baker Mayfield has done with Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's, he's played well uh, at times, and I think Derek's played well at times. But, you know, look, I think you have to watch every game and every play before you can make a judgment about who's doing what, you know, particularly well. See the coddling? The, the Bobby Abel, that's that's no disputing the difference between Carr and Baker Mayfield. That's no disputing that. The statistics show Baker Mayfield far and away is kicking Carr's ass in statistics. He beat him head to head in the matchup today. But what does Mickey Loomis do? Goes right into it talking about there's 
Well, you got to look at every game. We look at every game, Mickey. We look at all the games, and 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 Baker Mayfield is kicking Carr's ass, man. He's kicking them. He's whooping them. And it, since Mickey likes stats so much, let's put this on. The, look at this. Let me put this on. This is Baker Mayfield statistics right now. Baker Mayfield statistics right now. Almost 3,600 yards passing, 26 touchdowns against eight interceptions. Now, his rating is 56.9, but that's the only bad thing you can say about Baker Mayfield. And he's a lot cheaper than this chump car we got, who all he sits up there to do. He's, a, he's the Joel Olstein of the damn the Saints team. All this positive uh, talk, but no positive results on the field. We don't want to hear that, man. His numbers are way significantly better than what he is, and the team is responding to Baker Mayfield. They're responding. They're on a four-game winning streak, and the Saints can't seem to get it right. So even though you look at the statistics behind Carr, Carr's numbers, like I said, the the back end of the the Rams game when Carr threw those touchdowns in garbage time, that was a stat-packing affair you've seen right there. It was stat-packing. They had no intention of winning that game. The 15 points he threw that and packed that and put that on there. That was not that game was not even close. The Saints wasn't close to winning that game at all. They didn't have a chance. They allowed the clock and they played bullshit the entire game and waited toward the back end of the game before they decided to try to do something about it. It's pathetic. If a Mickey Loomis to sit on his ass and sit up here and talk about watching every game, you see how they protect Carr like he's a like he's a porcelain princess. That's what that's the problem with the Saints. Stop protecting Carr when he stinks. And call it like it is. Today, the 2014s, we were able to give the players, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off to recover in on. I mean, what do you think about, you look at the NFC South, it's wide open. Not talking about the whole NFL. You can't say that Derek Carr is playing better than Baker Mayfield. And what Baker Mayfield has done compared to Derek Carr, bang for your buck, whatever. You look at supporting cast. But you have to acknowledge what Baker Mayfield has done with Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's, he's played well uh, at times, and I think Derek's played well at times. But, you know, look, I think you have to watch every game and, and every play before you can make a judgment about who's doing what, you know, particularly well. But, the, you know, the records speak for themselves, and, and we're looking up uh, at them in the division. They, they, you know, they've done a good job. And, and uh, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a, a bit of an unusual year. At least it feels like it. I, I read today that 24 teams are still involved in the playoff hunt. And so there's a lot of teams that are in this, you know, seven and eight, eight and seven, um, six and eight, you know, eight and six, you know, area. And, and uh, that's where we are right now. And look, we have a chance this weekend to, um, to win a game and then, and then go into the last weekend with, with another chance. So but we got to, it starts with this weekend, starts with Tampa. Look, I don't like that that they've won uh, uh, two divisions in a row and then, you know, on the verge of, of another one. They've got a chance to do that. I don't like it. Uh, none of us like it here. Uh, none of us, and certainly none of our fans like it. Um, but, you know, we got a chance to do something about it this weekend. So we'll see what happens. He, he don't like it, but he won't do nothing about it, though. He, he always says he don't like it. He was mad, he mad, but he don't do nothing about it. He don't exercise his power. Never exercise his power. Never exercise anything. We're going to see what's going to happen. No, don't see what's going to happen. Go guarantee a win. Do that. Go in there and tell Dennis Allen, come out. We're going to guarantee the Saints to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You don't hear none of that, do you? 
They have no choice. They got to win. They should be guaranteeing wins. We guarantee we're going to win. Let's put that on. It is. Let's see. what These people are a joke, man. Now, uh, you know, Mickey fans have, uh, have asked me, and uh, I'm just a voice of the fans, and I'm just trying to keep it in the right perspective. Uh, when you look at, like, the quarterback position, much is given, much is required, and it changes year to year. And you can always – it's always hindsight. You're looking in the past at what happens in the future. For instance, like Alex Smith. He was a solid Kansas City Chief quarterback. Then they draft uh, Patrick Mahomes. We win the bidding of Pat Mahomes. You probably were part of that with Sean Payton, obviously. We got Marshawn Lattimore, with, uh, how that played itself out. But uh, the question I have for you, are y'all willing right now, even though you have the money invested in Derek Carr, are y'all willing to maybe draft a future quarterback, whether it be a Jane Daniels from LSU or whatever, that, uh, that okay, not only 2024, uh, then you got to look at 2025, because, you know, fans have told me, well, look, Alex Smith, he was the quarterback for one year, then they passed, uh, passed the torch. And uh, we all know what occurred there. So uh, is that a possibility that you could draft a quarterback uh, if you really like him, like high in this draft, and maybe make moves to move up to get the quarterback of the future beyond Derek Carr? Right, look, Bobby, you're asking me to speculate about the future, and we're in the middle of the season. I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, that, that's- You're not in the middle of the season, Loomis. You got two games left at the end of the year. Your team is seven and eight. You're not in the middle of the season to speculate about picking up a quarterback of the future. This, this is ridiculous, man. This guy's not a general manager, man. You're going to speculate. You're supposed to be having a plan right now. So your planning don't start until the season is over with. Is that what you're saying? Or perhaps you just don't want to give it away. I've responded to say, well, we got to continue. We, we, were, we got a thought process or a plan. We're going to do that. I told you this guy here. These people are fly-by-the-seat pants type people, man. They are not long-distance thinkers here. These people are fly-by-the-seat thinkers, man. What is the contingency plan if Carr fails? What do you do? What is the contingency plan if Dennis Allen fails? What do you do? They don't have any contingency plan. The plan is to sell to you, Dennis Allen, for a third year because they don't want to pay the money to get rid of him to break the contract to get another coach. They don't want to do that. They want to keep all of that money. And it's cheaper to spend to you that it, it, for, to keep Dennis Allen for a third year, even though they fire, we'll fire Pete Carmichael. That should shut him up and keep Dennis Allen on top of the team because we don't want to break his contract, pay him off and go and pay another guy. We want to keep this money. We don't want to do that. Did you hear what this guy just said? We're not, you're going to ask me to ask about the, you're not at the middle of the season. You're two games before the end of the regular season. This dude don't even know what planet he's on, man. You're not in the middle of the season. That's the problem. The dude, don't, this guy don't even know what time, what time, where his timeline is. We got two games left to go in the regular season. You, This is the last week before 2024 changes over. Since when does the middle of the NFL season start at the end of December? Since when? This dude don't know what planet he's on, man. That's the charge. And uh, we all know what occurred there. So uh, is that a possibility that you could draft a quarterback uh, if you really like him, 
like high in this draft and maybe make moves to move up to get the quarterback of the future beyond Derek Carr? Right, look, Bobby, you're asking me to speculate about the future and we're in the middle of the season. I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a silly what-if exercise, so I'm, I'm not even going to go down that path. This dude is crazy, man. I, I, I knew it, man. This man is out of his mind. Mickey Loomis just said today. What date is it today? Today is December the 27th. Wednesday, December the 27th. Mock time is 921 Central Time. Let me say that again. Let me give you a time reference. And this interview happened today. It is Wednesday, December the 27th at 921 Central Time. My time. Since when does the NFL season start or or is at the at its central point in late December? The answer is it is not. It is not at the center of the season. And he says it's silly to look at that like that way. And they didn't check him. It's like, hold on, Mickey. It is not at the middle of the season. The middle of the season is when your garbage-ass team lost to the Minnesota Vikings. They had a bye, and then they had to go out and lose. They lost again to the Falcons after the bye, after having these fantastic practices. You have two weeks left to go in the NFL regular season, and it is a great question to ask you about the quarterback. What is the contingency plan if Carr fails? What is the contingency plan if Dennis Allen fails? These are valid questions that anybody's supposed to have. But for Mickey Loomis to say what he just said, and I'm going to play it again, this guy doesn't know what planet he's on. He told Bobby Bear that it's at the middle of the season. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. That should be a big story. General manager of the New Orleans Saints tells local reporter that he's not going to comment about the quarterback of the future because it's a, he says it's a silly question and the fact that he's not going to comment on it because it's the middle of the season, even though it is not the middle of the season. We got two weeks left to go in the regular season. This dude's crazy. Let me play it one more time. Right, look, Bobby, you're asking me to speculate about the future and we're in the middle of the season. I'm not going to do that. Um, Which is this his job now. It is his job to speculate about the future plans of the Saints. He's the general manager. He is supposed to have the plans of what's going on with this team. Even from week to week, he's doing evals every week on the progress of this team. That's what general managers does. I told you this guy ain't no real general manager. I told you this guy is not a real GM. Nothing about him is a general manager. He was an accountant for, for, for Peyton for many years. And now you're seeing what kind of general manager he is. He's not a general manager. That's why guys like Howie Roseman can fleece him. And these other guys could fleece him with these picks because he don't know what he's doing, man. This dude is not the general manager you thought he was. All this was operating through Sean Payton, bro. This dude sitting up here saying he's not with two weeks left to go in the NFL regular season. He's not going to look at it. And everybody right now got draft boards going, mock drafts going. The college football season is almost at an end. The players that are going into the draft, the majority of those guys, if it's not playing for a national championship, those guys aren't playing anymore. They're getting ready for the combine and all these other pro days that's going to be operating. So you would, if you were the New Orleans Saints, you would already have your ducks in a row getting ready to do that. So it's not like you're, you're going to ask me to ask me about the future. So you just, you don't 
you 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 think as far as your feet go. Obviously, you put one foot in front of the other one and walk, and that's as far as it's thinking is. This is insane. Yeah, that that's a, that's a silly what if exercise. So I'm I'm not even going to go down that path. Crazy, Mickey. What what's unique about this? Tampa team, at least to me. I'm done with Mickey Lomas, man. That just right there, that did it for me right there. I, I, I'm done. This dude set up here and said he's not going to he's not going to ask a question or answer a question about the quarter drafting a quarterback. A few a first, and he mentioned Jaden Daniels, by the way, an LSU product, which would never happen because the Saints don't want nothing to do with LSU players at all, unless you pick them at the seventh round or as an undrafted free agent. They want absolutely nothing to do with with LSU players. Jaden Daniels was one of the best quarterbacks to come out of college. The Saints are simply going to pass on him just like they passed on Lamar Jackson for Davenport, by the way. All this happened with the mighty Sean Payton. They moved up from 27th or whatever it was to 15 or 16 or wherever they picked, moved up to get Davenport at. We thought they were going for Lamar Jackson. Them people picked Davenport who ain't even on the team no more. And look what Lamar Jackson doing for the Ravens right now. We'll talk about stupid. Jalen Hurts was a guy that I kept telling him to draft. I kept telling him about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts running the league now, running around. He got the Eagles on his back. They left on that. Just crazy, backwards-ass people, man. I told you this guy wasn't a general manager. He doesn't even know what planet he's on in the middle of the season. It's not the middle of the season. We got two weeks left before the season ends. Boy, I'm done with that dude. I'm done with it. These people are literally out of there. I told you these people are incompetent, man. They don't even know what time it is, man. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.